Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me for this podcast, Holistic. I pray that you find encouragement here and are strengthened with the hope of the gospel. May God bless you today. Take care. Hi, everyone. So I wanted to read a psalm to you today. This is Psalm 34, and the title of my Bible says, The Happiness of Those Who Trust in God. And this is a psalm of David when he pretended madness before Abimelech. And also I've read some say it was Ahimelech or it was a kish, if I'm saying that right. Essentially, it was a king. And it says, who drove him away and then he departed. So let me read this psalm to you. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears, and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart, and saves such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He guards all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. So like I said, that was written by David who pretended madness before a king. And you might wonder, why did he do that? And to be honest, I'm not a Bible scholar. I don't understand everything. But if you reference 1 Samuel 21, it explains it a little bit further. And of course, if you go back even further in the Bible, there's the story of David and Goliath. And I think a lot of people have heard of that. If you haven't, it's a story where David kills a giant. He was a Philistine an enemy of his people, and he kills them. And David wasn't a very big guy, and this guy was a giant, essentially. He kills him, and so he's in an area where a lot of people would be afraid of him. They would think, oh, this guy killed a giant. And so I'll read part of this scripture as well. Like I said, it's 1 Samuel 21, and I will, let's see, I'll start reading. I encourage you to read it all, but I'm going to read in verse 10. 
And it said, David flees to Gath or Goth. Then David arose and fled that day from before Saul, who was a king, who had been chasing David, and went to Achish, the king of Goth. And the servants of Achish said to him, Is this not David, the king of the land? Did they not sing of him to one another in dances, saying, Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands? Now David took these words to heart and was very much afraid of Achish, the king of Goth. And so, like I said, I've heard it said he was either Achish, the king, or is Abimelech, or he's Ahimelech. So I, I'm not sure. I haven't studied extensively. Maybe some of you understand that better, but I'll keep reading here. It says, so he changed his behavior before them. He pretended madness in their hands. He scratched on the doors of the gate and let his saliva fall down on his beard. Then Akish said to his servants, look, you see the man is insane. Why have you brought him to me? Have I need of madmen that you have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come? into my house. So it's interesting when you go back in this scripture and you see kind of why maybe he pretended madness a little bit here. It gives you a little taste. Okay, he was afraid, so he pretended to be mad. But I just love that, you know, you see that, but then you read in that psalm, and let me go back to that psalm here, that talks about him praising the Lord, even in a hard time. So it's the happiness of those who trust in the Lord. So even though he was going through a hard time and very afraid, maybe people wanted to kill him. People were scared. Who is this guy? He still is saying, I'll bless the Lord. I'll praise him. And he goes on to praise the Lord. And that's what I love about David. I would probably say he's one of my favorite characters in the Bible because He does praise the Lord so much, even though he makes mistakes and even though he goes through some hard times and he's hiding out in caves and he's being chased and there's a lot of death around him. He still so often comes to the Lord and says, I praise you, Lord. I love you. I need you. I'm sorry. And God calls him a man after his own heart. So it gives us hope that, okay, even if we mess up, God still loves us. And we're still important to him. And something I really take out of that is like, yeah, wow, David's pretending madness. He's probably overwhelmed. He's going through a hard time. But he still praises the Lord. He does that continually, especially after a battle. And, you know, we often don't take the time to just stop and praise the Lord. We're on to the next thing so fast. We're so busy, we forget Maybe we pray for something and God's given us an answer, but we have something else to do and we forget to even say, oh, thanks, you know. And I get it. Life presents so many challenges. We have so much to do, but I want to give you another challenge. And I know, ah, not another challenge. One more thing to do. But I think this is a good one. And it's to say or to challenge you to stop, even if it's just for a minute and have a praise party. After a battle has been won, like, whoa, God, you did it. Like that scripture says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Like what? 
And I think sometimes when you read the Bible a lot, you can hear the same scriptures over and over and you just kind of read past them real quick. But when we slow down and go, okay, wait, and delivered me from all my fears. Have you been afraid? (laughs) And God has helped you in your fear. That's really huge. So maybe he's answered a prayer or he's given you wisdom or a blessing or he's just been present in your life, or you've witnessed a miracle or healing. And sometimes those bigger things, we're like, oh, yes, thank you, God. And we do praise him and celebrate him some. I know that. But this is just a reminder. It's for me and for you to set up our altar of praise to the Lord. Set it up right now in your living room or your office or your kitchen or your car or wherever you are. Just like David, constantly praise the Lord during and after victories, going through a battle or after, or even before to say, God, I know you got this. You've done it before. I believe you can do it again. And I'm going to praise you. I'm going to praise you in the storm. I'm going to praise you in the waiting. Maybe I don't know what I'm going to do. I know you're showing me something. I don't understand it all. And I'm just going to praise you because you are good and you are faithful. You know, in the Bible, before Abraham was Father Abraham. Maybe you know that song, Father Abraham had many sons. I'm sorry, I had to sing it. (laughs) But before he was Father Abraham, he was Abram. And he was married to Sarai, who later became Sarah. Well, God had made him a promise. And what was the promise? It was that he would be blessed, great, a father to many a father of many nations. Abraham, before he became Abraham, he obeyed God. He packed up his family. must have been very hard, and he left. And as he journeyed, God appeared to him. And Abram set up his altar. He essentially praised God. Now, you don't have to go get wood and a lighter and start an actual fire, although you can, but please do it safely. I just want to be clear there. But what I mean is to praise God. And how can you praise? Well, we can praise him by praying and singing and reading his words. We're talking to him. It's however you do that. It's taking a moment. It's recognizing that God has won the victory. And what a sweet, sweet aroma that you will be to your precious father, to our heavenly father. And I think by setting up these praise altars, I'll say those, say that with quotes, <laughs> that the more we do that, the easier it becomes. Our brain gets rewired, and when challenges come our way, we can remember, oh yeah, I can praise the Lord even in the storm, and remember that he's given me victory before. Has he moved the mountain or part of the Red Sea in your life? I bet he has. And we'll be better equipped to handle challenges when they come our way. Because we can know a praise party, it's awaiting, it's it's coming. And maybe you've been going through something a long time and it seems really hard. Like, I don't feel like praising the Lord. Like, this is really hard. But it kind of goes along with that last podcast where I talked about meditating on anything good. Is there anything good in your life that you can focus on? Sometimes big things happen and we're like, whoa, that was huge. Thank you, Lord. But sometimes it's these little things and we can miss them. We can really, really miss them because there's something really hard that kind of overshadows that but or overpowers. But 
And I want to remind you to praise the Lord even in the storm. There's that song, praise the Lord in the storm. I will praise you in the storm. Because God is fighting for us. And I want to encourage you to read the story of David. Learn about David and how many challenges he had. But how often, you know, those psalms, he would sing to the Lord. He would call out to the Lord and praise him, even in the battle. Praise them when he made mistakes. Psalm 51 is a good example of that. And so that's encouraging to us to know that even when we mess up, that God still loves us. And so, friend, today, I want to remind you, don't give up. Keep fighting. Keep believing. Keep trusting. Keep praising. Praise Him while you wait. While you're waiting, praise Him. And so I want to pray over you today that God would bless you wherever you are, whatever you're going through. God is faithful. He's always good. He's unchanging. He's unfailing. He forgives us. And maybe you feel like you've done too many things and you have a lot of guilt and you have a lot of shame and you feel confused and you don't understand maybe what God's doing and maybe he's even given you a word and you don't know what to do with it. But even in that, don't give up. Keep being obedient. Just take one step at a time. Take the step that he showed you and take that step and pray and take another step, baby steps. Keep moving. Don't give up. Keep reaching and know that God loves you. Know that you have hope. Know that he's for you. And so I pray you have a great day today or evening and keep looking up because God, he's coming soon. He's coming soon. Take care and God bless.